Welcome, everybody, to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 26. We are officially half a year into this podcast, which is crazy. Never thought we'd make it this far, but here we go. Uh, I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm just waiting for Matt. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about Loki episode four. So if you haven't watched episode four yet, be prepared because we will have spoilers but um yeah we welcome you regardless whether you care about spoilers or not but we'll talk about that we'll talk about uh stuff we're watching stuff we're listening to general chit chat first you know 15 20 minutes or so and then we'll get into uh loki episode four for probably the rest of the episode we go on tangents all the time so you can be be prepared for that as well but uh yeah Friday night, kind of guess early Saturday morning, depending where you are. And uh, my dog's here beside me, who's always, uh, you know, having a good time. He might bark. I apologize. But yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. It's been a a busy day for me. I am had plans with my friends, so we uh, just watched uh, The Conjuring 3 or The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Meh. It was okay. Not great. Not bad. Wasn't as good as the first two, I don't think. But, um... It was fine. I should probably wait for Matt to uh, join before I start talking about all the stuff I've been watching, but... Just watched that, so that wasn't bad. Then had some drinks with some uh, friends, so... It was a good Friday night. Matt's taking uh, longer than usual to join, so I'm just trying to fill time until he gets here. But um, if you don't follow us, please uh, consider dropping us a follow here and uh, for me on YouTube. You can always follow us uh, at Moose Milk Media. My YouTube link's in the profile. You can watch all the old episodes as well as uh, I upload the brand new episode early uh, Saturday morning. I just got to uh, copy and paste it kind of from Instagram. So it takes a little bit of time, but it's always up Saturday morning sometime. And then, um, yeah, follow at custom. He does a lot of cool shit. Here comes Matt right now. Look at him. Look at how good looking he always is. It's ridiculous. He just joins a podcast. It looks like a million bucks every time. (laughs) What's up, buddy? It's fucking hot in this room. (laughs) It's hot everywhere, man. Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm sick of it. Okay. It's it's become Canada is now the new Africa. Like it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, wait. I'm gonna I th- I'm gonna come back in. This phone's being a piece of shit again. And if I switch right. to Wi-Fi, then I lose all the chatting. So I'm just gonna switch off this phone, go to my other phone, and come back in. All right. Cool. Okay, I'll be right back. I like it. All right. So Matt's gone again. So I'm just gonna sit here and fill time once again because. He's just, oh, I'm fancy. I have two phones. I can do whatever I want. That's Matt. Good looking and has multiple phones. He's a maniac. But yeah, I want to uh, talk about uh, some uh, some interesting stuff Matt is doing. So I'm waiting for him to join because I don't know if everybody that's following Matt has seen his new custom figure. That's frozen. 
or there I'm frozen. Go. Oh, I'm, there it I'm is. good now. I'm good now. I like it. I like it. And for the record, I have two yes. phones because one's a work phone. <laughs> oh, I get work phones. I'm a fancy, fancy. boy. I mostly use um, it to siphon, siphon internet services. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's good. Good. So we need to talk about uh, your Brainiac 5 figure because it's dope. Were you, were you on when he came on or did you come on? I Briefly. Briefly. I... I, I was I just woke up, I was making dinner and then I seen you went live. I hopped on and by the time I hopped on it was like I don't know. I don't know how long he was on for, but he was, like on, it was super quick, like two yeah. minutes. Uh we're talking about uh his name is uh Jesse, right? Jesse Rath. Yeah. Jesse Rath, yeah. yeah. So um yeah. He's bringing at five on Supergirl yep. and Matt's making his figure for him. Yep. And again, second time. Yeah, second time and it's it's looking good. It's it's making major progress. It is. It's getting there. I actually have him right here. Hang on, let me just snap his little neck into place. Very cool, man. So yeah, the head I haven't done anything on. I gotta start that. I keep putting it off because it's the part I hate the least. I like the least, but I'm it's looking getting good. close getting close to finishing the body. So nice. Yeah. He needs it done by August sixth, so nice. still a little bit of time, but I can change. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I should be able to finish. I have my goal is to finish it by end of, end of July. Yeah, I think I think I think you can do that. It's making. Yeah. it seems like it's made a lot of progress in the last few weeks. So it has. Yeah, it has. Yeah. So no, that's awesome, dude. And it was cool for him to uh, drop into your life because you know. So that was the craziest thing. So me and Ryan were talking last week after we had got finished because I like it seemed like it was a little bit busier in here last week. So I said like oh, do you notice the numbers are any better? And he's like, oh, yeah, a bit better. And kind of got discouraged because, like, we've had the conversation about how it's like, you know, at the most, there's like eight people in here at a time, right? And it's like... Which is even, awesome, but... Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. But, yeah. but, like, I kind of said to him, I'm like, don't be discouraged. Like, I have a good size following. And, like, you know, the most I think I've ever had was, like, 26 or 27 or something like that. Right. Like, it was under 30 for sure. Sure, sure, sure. And then, like, Jesse pops on. And it was like, like 500. It, it went from like eight to like 580. <laughs> yeah. Like I hopped on it, it was somewhere around 500. And I was like, holy shit, what is yeah. happening right now? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they stuck around for a, a little bit. Like they obviously, yeah, they did. Jesse the numbers were good. Like your entire stream until I hopped off, it was still yeah. at like, I was on for a while. I was on for about an hour and a half. And like, by the time I got to the end, there was just the, the usual, like kind of six or eight people, which yeah, again, is great. I'm, I'm good with that. So honestly, yeah, if I there's think... like one person there talking and having conversation, which by the way, I did this so I could come in and see the chat and I can't even see the chat at all on my screen anymore. Perfect. So, so if anything I will up, call please. out anybody that makes a comment that's worth, you know, reading out. I, I'm not saying your comments aren't worthy, but you know, making sure that you're not saying anything yeah. bullish. Well, it's got to be relevant, kind of the conversation. Yeah, irrelevant right? to the conversation, but yeah. If you re if you make a comment, I will definitely read it out. No worries. Um, yeah, it's true. He'll say your name. Oh, I'll say your name. They, I'll they say love it, that. I'll say it they erotically love, if you want me to. They love that. When I was on Toy Migos, it's like that's one of the things that's. They always make jokes about doing the roll call. The one guy, Adam, does the roll call, and it's like it's super yeah. funny because like they all make fun of how bad he is at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing, the thing is, is, like, names are hard, man. I, I like, agree. 
when people throw like threes and W's and like all these random ass fucking, uh, you know, take out all the spaces and anything can read differently. Right. It's like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, I know. If you don't know the, the in joke that they're trying to make with their username, it's like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to say here, man. Just right over the head. Yeah, exactly. Right over the head. Anyway, say goodbye how, to this hair what, because this is the last you, time you guys are going to see this glorious. It's it's beautiful, man. I can't believe how gray you are. I've always I've been gray for a long time though. I know, but it's it's just it makes us look so much older than we are. I know, but, but I love it. Whatever, it fits yeah, you. It suits you. Yeah, it's easier to deal with. Yeah, for so sure. That's for a plus. Sure. Yeah, if you had to dye your hair every, you know, couple months or whatever. I used to, because I used to dye my own hair, right? When I was dyeing it black and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The punk rock It is a pain in the ass. But, uh, what? Oh, side note. Side I, note. I, I, Hi, Finn. Hey, I've got one of those here, too, actually. Well, I'm trying to lose weight. So, I've been drinking more of that. I know, it doesn't quite quench the thirst but the strawberry one's terrible i actually don't mind strawberry one which ones have you tried so far strawberry hey, by the way this is an ad by bubbly hey if you want to if you want to give us ad reads for bubbly or whatever the fuck it's called i will do ad reads for you no I problem buy like you pay me a little cases a week i go through you so pay much. me a little it's bit ridiculous. of coin you give me some free free bubbly i will do ad reads for you um i've tried strawberry and peach Strawberry's not good. Yeah, I I feel like strawberry like tastes like fake strawberry, which like I like that taste, so it works for me. But I feel it like it tastes, tastes like, like I just exercised for two hours and then squeegeed off my sweat chest mm. or chest sweat into a can and made it bubbly, mm. and that's what strawberry tastes like. I'm not gonna agree with that, but that's it's bad. You should try the lime. I like the lime because it's like pretty the neutral. Peach, peach is delicious. Is yeah, I like the peach. The peach is good. The pineapple's good too, if you like pineapple flavor. Not a big pineapple fan. Oh, okay. What about blackberry? I haven't tried the blackberry. I haven't tried any of the other flavors. Just strawberry and peach. I think if I have to pick one, like if I could pick one flavor and that was the only flavor I drank for like ever, I would pick yeah. lime. Lime is the All right. Well, most... lime is the next case we'll buy then. Yeah. It's just the most easiest. It kind of just tastes like a super watered down 7, 7 up or whatever. 7 up. Yeah. 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 But. It's fine. It'd be it's weird good. if you're drinking a 7-Eleven convenience store. Oh, that'd be good. Then I could have a Slurpee. I got a Slurpee the other day because it was hot and balls outside. Yeah, I haven't had a Slurpee since you lived in Windsor, probably. So I don't get them very often, but it was hot, and I was like, I'm yeah. fucking, this is gross. I need something. I always feel like absolute shit after I drink one, so. Mm, yeah, that's a good reason not to drink one. It's a ton of sugar, and it just, yeah, it is. It just rots your stomach, so, you know. My stomach's built for that shit, so. Yeah, sure, sure, naturally, naturally. <laughs> so, uh, what did you get up to this week? What did you watch, or what did you play? I am midway you... through phase three of my oh, Marvel re- rewatch. Wow. You're really moving. I'm booking it. I'm on Black Panther. I'm not Excellent. excited to watch Black Panther, but I have to. I know to. you don't like it. I know you don't I like it. I hate it, but. Um, yeah, so I finished phase two. Uh, I ranked them as I did last week with phase one, my phase two ranking. And obviously the first two are like one, a one B because I love both of these movies immaculately. Yeah. Phase two is a really um, strong phase. So it's hard to pick. Probably. No, it's a very weak phase outside of these two movies. 
So I rank them as Winter Soldier, Guardians, yeah, Ant Man, Ultron, Iron Man three, and then Thor Dark World. Yeah, I guess that's um, fair. When you say it that way, I guess it is not the best. No. I think Ultron is fine, but it's not great. Yeah, I agree. Iron Man 3 and Thor Dark World are not good. I really agree. I think Ant-Man is a fun comedy movie. It's not great. It's, yeah, I, it's fine. I agree. It's, it, it works. Like It's, 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 it's enjoyable. It's, it's Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd... I could watch Paul Rudd read the Bible, and I, I find it entertaining, and I, I hate the Bible, so... You know, but um, Winter Soldier and Guardians are two of the best movies in the MCU period. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I love both those movies. They're both fucking phenomenal movies. So, but Phase Three is by far like the strongest phase. Yeah, like, I guess that's when they really found their stride too, right? Yeah, when they started like, taking more chances. It wasn't so grounded. It was like, yeah, yeah. I I think Phase Three is really really solid outside of Black Panther, which. We'll get into next week, but I don't like it at all. I, yeah. I haven't. I've only watched it twice, so I guess this will be my third watch of it. But um, I, like I was not a fan either of the first two times, so we'll see. Honestly, I like it. There's a lot of parts of it I really like, but at, at the end of the day, my biggest issue with with it was that it was just more or less the same as everyone else already. Like it was Captain America again. It was Iron Man again. Yeah. It was Thor again. It was Captain yeah. Marvel again. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. just it's everything like. I already seen it right but it's like like the things i liked about it like visually i thought it was like stunning like i thought i really liked the look of wakanda and like how the Same. technology works i think it's like really cool i really like i that. think that aspect's great i really like that chase at the beginning where they're trying to catch Same. claw like i, I yeah. love that that's so good and like i honestly like i really like um uh, what's his name is t'chaka like i just like i think he's so fucking good like he just it's so sad that he died because honestly like yeah. uh Chadwick, yeah, like he just he he like embodied that character so well, and it's just it's yeah, it's sad that we aren't going to get more of that. No, of course, I I, I mean it's no uh, insult to towards him. I think he did a fine job as as Black Panther, and you know, I, it's about it's a bummer that he's not going to be in the sequels. But I also um, I think the movie's very boring for the most part. I think it's very generic. I think the music doesn't really fit in the movie. Oh, I love the music. I get, I, I feel like it. people are like straight down the middle divided on that. Yeah, because um, like I know a lot of people that that have that say the same thing. They don't care, but yeah. to me, the music is such an. It, it, again, it works with the aesthetic of the movie. That's like it's really like naturey, but it's also like really kind of techy a little bit. Like it's. I found yeah. it very bad, but well, um, it finds you very bad too. I find the most interesting character is the villain. Yeah, Killmonger. Yeah, and they they kill him off by the end of the movie, which is disappointing. Silly. So, I agree. Yeah, and he, Michael B. Jordan's fucking fantastic. Michael too. B. Jordan is phenomenal actor. Yeah, yeah, he sure phenomenal. is. I have to agree yeah. with you. Um, outside of that, I've been watching this YouTube channel uh, called Ghost Town Living about a nice. guy that bought a ghost town in um, bought a ghost U.S. Town. And it's super fascinating. I don't know why it's, I'm finding it so fascinating, but it it's just basically like a, a diary of his time in this ghost town. He bought a ghost town and now he's like basically rebuilding it into like trying to make it a habitable town. And it was like a mining town. So he goes down into like the mines of the town that have been abandoned for like 80 years and just like explores these mines. And um, yeah, 
it's just like a basically like a video blog of his time in this ghost town and i don't know i just find it super super fascinating hmm, that's kind of cool what is yeah. it on what's it on youtube uh it's called ghost town living the channel but um i i guess it's been like i don't know 16 17 months since he li- he moved in there and basically just like updates it a couple times a month hmm. a new video blog of like what's what he's been doing and he's like rebuilding parts of the town and and exploring the mines and like that kind of thing and so if you're into like that kind of like lifestyle video blog type thing super cool super interesting hmm. that's kind of cool but yeah other than that what you've been watching um this week what have i been watching i um watched loki twice i watched Same. bad batch is again it's this week's one was kind of like a filler kind of episode spoilers for right. bad batch but like just to fill you in on it so there's like this character that they basically steal from camino her name's omega she's like a kid okay. like australian accent kind of thing and she they steal she's a clone like a She's basically like the equivalent of like Boba Fett's sister, essentially. So like okay. when they made when they made Boba Fett for Django Fett, they um like basically made like another version that was like not edited for like fast speed, like growth acceleration kind of thing. Right. And she's now she at at the beginning she was kind of taken away by the Bad Batch, who are like good guys. They're like uh like skilled clone troopers who like are like One's really good at tracking. One's really good with like techie shit. One's like a bigger guy, so he's like a bruiser, kind of like a juggernaut stormtrooper kind of thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, so it's like the whole story focuses kind of like about them trying to like figure out where they fit now that there's no republic to defend. That's like the only thing they've ever known, and now gotcha. like the empire is kind of slowly taking over the gov- like everywhere, and like they're trying to phase out clones. So. Yeah, so it's on. It's really, like it's super. I love it. I, I the story is so fucking cool. But this That's week's cool. one was this week's one was just like kind of like a small kind of fillery kind of episode, I guess. But right on. Last couple weeks have been like fucking intense, man. <laughs> well, that's that's when the show's at its best is when you're like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember the one episode not like uh, two ago. Like it ended, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, I can't wait for awesome. the next one. That's that's the mode you want to be in after an episode airs, right? Yep. And then, uh, not necessarily something I'm watching, but before we jump into Loki, did you happen to see any of the leaked pictures of um, Spider-Man's new suits from the new movie? What did yeah. you think of those? They're cool. They look cool. I like the black and gold one. Yeah, that one's kind of interesting. Eh? kind of reminds me of the spider armor from the animated series, the black it does, and gold yeah. one. Mm, yeah, I saw the, the toys they showed them this morning. I don't really like that, like, charcoal gray Iron Spider looking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, way too many colors, and it's, like, way too busy, yeah. and I don't really... Um, no, it looks cool. I can't wait for that movie. I think I think they're doing a lot of interesting stuff, and as much as we kind of know about Spider-Man 3, or whatever the fuck it's called, Home something. No Way Home. No Way Home. Isn't that the second one? No, that's Far oh, From no, Home. Oh, no, the second one's Far From Home. They need to ditch the phone. Yeah, it's shit, ridiculous. It's like, hopefully after confusing. hopefully after this one they do because yeah, yeah, it's way too much. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I think as much as we know about the the new movie, I think we also don't know a ton about it, and I think we'll be in for some really cool surprises for it. So I do too. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited. I I can't wait for next week. We're a week away from Black Widow. Yeah, I have to figure out awesome. how to watch it because we got a. 
I'm so I'll be I'll be home Friday night for the podcast. So you leave yeah. Monday, right? I leave Saturday. So realistically, next week I won't be doing this from home. I'll probably be doing it from my in-laws' house. Wait, so Saturday is in tomorrow, or Saturday is in? No, a week like from next tomorrow? next week. Yeah. Okay, so are you gonna watch Black Widow next Friday? Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to. I'll try to, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Okay, so if you don't watch it, I'll give my impressions of it before during the podcast next week. Okay, but I won't. I won't spoil anything. We'll just do a very preliminary. I wonder if it comes out like midnight. It'll come out. I assume at like three a.m. So Monday night. Like I almost wonder if I just stay up Thursday night and just watch it. It's up to you. I mean. I also think there's probably a lot of people that aren't going to watch it immediately anyway, I so I don't want to spoil it too heavily on the yeah. podcast. Like, I'd rather just give kind of our impressions and, like... But the people who would show up to something like this probably would. Sure, sure. I don't know. Like, if anyone's spending I, their free time watching podcasts about, like, sure. Marvel shows, then I'm guessing that they're invested enough that they've watched the Marvel shows. Well, we could always do, like, a very preliminary talk about it for like 10 minutes and just give our impressions and then go into spoilers for like you know why don't we see how we like it and then we'll make a decision once we kind of i mean the thing is is we really won't know until we go live almost right because i mean we also got to talk about loki 5 right yeah because loki 5 is going to be good i'm pretty sure yeah i think so too so i i I think we'll start the episode with loki 5 we'll dive into a little bit of uh, at least my impressions maybe matt's impressions too of of Black Widow, and then um, you know maybe brief spoilers. We won't go too too deep into it, and then maybe the following week or the week after we can really dive deep into our thoughts on Black Widow, and that way people have time to watch it, and you know we're not spoiling it too heavily for them. And then that might we be a good go idea. into like a full episode on Black Widow. That might be a good idea. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's um, do that because then we're not spoiling it like. Yeah, like 12 hours. Yeah, day of release, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Okay, let's do that then. Let's do that. That's fine. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. And I think, you know, judging from Loki 4, I think episode 5 is going to be really good. Oh, me too. Uh, I really liked Loki 4, so we should probably start diving into Loki 4. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know people are very divided on this episode, and I don't understand why. How? How can you be divided on this? It's so good. IGN gave it a 5 out of 10. Uh, my friend Chris hated it. Really? Yeah. I I personally thought it was really, really good. I thought it was awesome. I thought it yeah, was so Yeah, so well I, I don't really understand why people didn't enjoy it. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what more you want from the show, but after last week's episode, which was a complete waste, I think this episode nailed it. So, yeah. Well, I didn't think Obviously. last week was a complete waste, but yeah, I agree that it was definitely yeah. lackluster compared to what else we've gotten in this show yeah, so far. Sure. So, um, so obviously spoilers are going to happen. So, like I said in the beginning, if you haven't watched the episode yet, be prepared. Spoilers. Yep. Watch the episode. Bounce back. Or let no us worries. ruin it for you and all of our wonderful glory. Exactly. We're good um, at it. Yeah, I think it was awesome. I think it, I think it was. Everything we needed out of episode three got a ton of plot out of the way. We yep. learned a ton. A lot happens. Um, we got guest appearances. Yeah, it was really good. I, I really, really liked it. I can't wait yeah. to see what, where this is headed. 
Yeah, me too. I gotta say that, like, I know I don't want to jump right into it, but like, man, that mid credit thing got me so fucking excited. Like, holy fuck! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and we definitely need to talk about that because yeah, uh, there's some you know major things that could happen out of that. But um, oh yeah, uh, we'll start at the beginning, I guess. I mean, let's start at the end and work our way backwards. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, anything goes, really. But um. <laughs> Opening in Asgard, I thought, was an interesting decision. Totally, yeah. Um, the fact that we know Asgard's gone, I, I, I was shocked to see, you know, an opening in Asgard with Sylvie as a young, you know, I don't know, 10-year-old, 8-year-old, whatever the fuck she is. And I, yep. um, I thought that was super interesting. I Me love too. that Asgard's still a part of the show, even though it doesn't exist anymore. I think that's cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's cool to, cool to see it... Uh, Again, I guess. Like yeah, again, and, and and we see the TVA kind of kidnapping her from her timeline of whatever was going to happen. Um, showing why she distrusts them, showing you know all that stuff. Like I thought that was a really cool opening. I mean, we got exactly what we thought we were going to get of them being rescued at the lo- last minute from uh, yep. Lamentus One or whatever the fuck it's called. But yep. we knew they were going to get rescued somehow. So we got that, you know, pretty early on, which was awesome because I didn't want the whole episode to take place of them figuring out where they were going yeah. to rescue these guys. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but, I figured um, that we both kind of said that would happen. Yeah, and, and we're right. I mean, I think we've got a pretty good, you know, finger on the Feel. pulse of, of yeah. how these plot lines are kind of going. But yeah, well, even something else that I think we, I think you may have predicted it kind of earlier on in the series about the timekeepers. We can kind of touch on that when we get up there, but. Yeah, no, I, I I expected that, and I think that's exactly what you know I I said would happen. But um, you know, not not that this is rocket science or anything, but uh, no, it just but... seemed like that was going to happen. But um, I like the fact that we're kind of seeing um, the judge or Ravona or whatever the fuck her name is um, manipulating the surrounding, you know, Mobius and and everybody around her, kind of trying to keep the plot of the timekeepers and, and making sure that they're bought in and, and using simple manipulation techniques to like make them b- still buy in. And yeah, um, it's, it's sadistic. And I, I think she's, you know, not, not a good person. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's weird though, because again, like I, I feel like most of the interactions that we've had with her, like I, I, I almost always get a bad guy vibe from her, even when, even before they were like dropping hints, really. Like they just, she just gives me like the, she just, the vibes are just not, they're bad guy vibes. Like they're, yeah. I agree. I, I totally agree. I, I feel like she's trying to kind of use, she clearly knows Mobius was like into her or whatever, and she tries to use like her feminine charm or, or sexual ability to like Her kind of sexy powers yeah and <laughs> like she's definitely using that a lot during the episode of like trying to convince him to stay on her side but um clearly she's on the side of the timekeepers which aren't really the timekeepers of whoever's manipulating the timekeepers but um i found that super interesting um the time loop of of keeping Loki in that like cell with um, Sith, 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 yeah, that's, yeah, that was um, great. Awesome guest appearance. Love that she's back. 
really it's thought she was underutilized in, 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 the, in the Thor movies. I wish she would have, you know, done more. And she continues to be, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. But <laughs> It's still good to see her. <laughs> it's great to see her, and um, I love the time loop mechanic that he basically stole from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like... That's, from that's the how he... Yeah, that's how he beat, um, I can't, uh, Dormammu. Dormammu, yeah. Yeah. Um, is the time loop mechanic, and that's basically exactly what this, like, prison is. is It's the same time loop mechanic. It's awesome. It is. It's so funny. I love how he just tries to talk himself out of it, too, right? Yeah. And every time, it's a little bit, like, a variant of difference. But it's still the same outcome. Yeah. She punches him, kicks him in the nuts, walks away, you know? No matter what happens, he ends up being told that he'll always be left alone. Right, which is sad in a way, but totally, he's made himself the situation. I mean, he's manipulated everybody around him. He backstabs everybody around him. So, like, yep. yeah, you can't be trusted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dig your own. I love range. that. Um, and then we get Loki kind of telling Mobius, telling. You know everybody he can that like the TVA is a lie and they're being manipulated and um you know that they can't be trusted basically and we slowly see uh, Mobius and um what's his name what's her name the 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 black timekeeper there uh, oh uh, what's her name like C C fifteen or something or hundred B fifteen hundred B fifteen there it is. Um, we see them kind of turning and they realize that like, yeah, they're, they're being manipulated. Hunter B-15 got enchanted during episode two there. And she's seen like a moment of her previous life. And now she's kind of turned to the point where she doesn't trust the TVA or whatever. Yep. And, it was cool and, to see her kind of like weird since that kind of happened too. Right. And then now all of a sudden yeah. you see her kind of take that into her own hands and like try to help. Sylvie figure out what the next kind of steps are. Yeah, you could see the emotion kind of break over her face where she's been so, like, stilted the entire series, and now all of a yeah. sudden she's realizing she was in the wrong, and and uh, you could you could see the change in her face when they when they went back to that apocalyptic event in 20, whatever it was, 2050. 2050? Yeah, yeah. And you could see, like, the emotion kind of wave over her as she relived the moment of her real life, and it was like, oh, this is really cool, like, She's, She's a like, I was smiling. I was so happy. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, but it's cool though. That's a cool, a cool thing. Like, it's cool that they're using that. It's like the outcome of Sylvie's powers are like ultimately like uplifting, like kind of are going to create all this issues within the TVA, right? Yeah. Well, it reminded me of the Matrix. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's a, they're yeah, like totally. being freed out of, out of this like, fake reality and like um the mental like hurdle you have to jump over to realize your life's been a lie is like this like emotional revelation and i i really like i like it's, it's cool yeah yeah it is cool i agree i wonder um, how much more we'll see of that like i wonder if she'll do it to mobius and mobius will get to like see what his life was like I think that's probably if we don't get Mobius on a jet ski, I'm gonna be super. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that seems coming for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I also thought it was very interesting when um, 
Mobius and the judge were kind of talking, and I think it was that scene, and um, he he ba- or she basically says like. Uh, we've dealt with the Kree, we've dealt with the Titans, and we've dealt with vampires. Yeah. Uh, we can deal with Lokis or whatever that, whatever her exact point was. But the fact that they brought in vampires made me think, oh, they're setting up Blade. Yep. Uh, this is this is cool. Vampires. And hopefully not Morbius. <laughs> I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. I'm pretty sure they've come. Sony's come out and said that it's not tied to the MCU. So good. It shouldn't be because yeah. it's going to be really bad. Yeah, and fuck Jared Leto. Yeah, fuck Jared Leto and fuck that movie because it looks god awful. Yeah, I agree. Um, Just put it in the garbage. And fuck Thirty Seconds to Mars because they make terrible music. I'm gonna second that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I I hope they're talking about Blade, but I think it's cool that they're setting up that vampires are an actual thing. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yep, I agree. Well, it just adds to the lore of the MCU, right? Again, it just yeah keeps on expanding, keeps on. No, building. exactly. Which makes me think that the next step is mutants. Is that I, I, you? We say this all the time, and like you know where I stand. It's, it's coming, coming to be coming, man. They can't keep setting Eternals. up all these other things. It has it's to be in a Eternals. thing. Eternals it's got to be a, a, a even if it's just a, a dialogue moment where somebody says like mutants in a in a sentence. That's yeah. all it needs well, to I be. Mean, I mean, the thing, at least now, we're getting X-Men hints. Like, you know, with Captain America Winter Soldier, we had Mandrapore, right? So yeah. it's like, at yeah. least we're getting, like, at least the hooks there dangling, you know what I mean? Trying to get us in. Like, yeah, they haven't gone full in yet, but I, I, I like I said, I think we'll first hear the term mutant or whatever they're going to ultimately call them. I do think they're going to be called mutants, but I do feel like they're oh, going to change called mutants. I feel like they're going to change the name of X-Men, though. I feel like it's not going to be X-Men. I feel like it'll be something. It's X-Men. Like, we just got rid of Slave One. <laughs> yeah, but... I, I don't know. I don't think that's the same. I don't think X-Men is derogatory in any way. No, but the it's... The word Slave gender, is automatically going to bring I up... I guess. I guess. But, like, gen- like but genderfied, though, right? Sure, which but, is funny because even though the X Men have always been the X Men, they've always been there's always been a strong amount of females on all the X Men teams. Of course, I, I don't think, think you can implement X-Men. that in a way that's in, in, inclusive to everybody. Yeah, you know? imagine they started calling them X beings. They could. <laughs> I, I would hate it, but they could. I think they're gonna because st- I heard someone say they were gonna call it the New Mutants, and I think that's cool. But maybe they'll eventually be called X Men. I don't really know. I think you will see a team called X-Men at some point. I think to start, they'll be called mutants and then they'll just go from there. Um, I don't know. I don't think you can get away from that. I think that's, that's kind of silly. If, Standard if, practice. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to have to be that you, way. You can call things X-Men and not be, it's not derogatory towards. I hope men. so. I hope so. Because I would be bummed if they didn't call it X-Men. But then again, I could also see it, them doing it to, to distance themselves from what has come before them, too. Sure, and I get that aspect, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's coming. I think you're going to get a mutant drop at some point. I, just saying, somebody saying the word of Eternals. we're in a universe of mutants or like, oh, we're in a timeline where mutants exist or whatever. It's going to come. Yeah, I think Eternals. That's what I think. I think we'll still get more drops, though. I do think that before we hear the word mutant, there'll be a, there'll be a couple more little, little yeah, cherries. 
Um, so. Yeah, so we've, uh, I don't know exactly where we are in the episode now, but you know, we get we get Mobius and, and and Loki talking back and forth a lot about you know Loki trying to convince him that everything he knows is a lie. We get the scene with the judge and and Mobius about uh, Mobius wanting to kind of interrogate um, the so, women the woman from episode two that they oh, yeah. kidnapped. Um, he's not allowed to interrogate her. She makes a bunch of excuses. He finds it fishy. Basically, he steals her little time. Uh, what do they call those? Yeah, I can't even remember what they're called. I don't know. But her little tele, her time little, pad. Ta- yeah. I don't know. Whatever the fuck's called. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not important, but he steals hers and finds out that she's lying about C20 being like non-commutative by the time he gets, she gets got back to the TVA. She yep. was telling them basically everything that Loki's been telling him. And so he's now convinced that everything he knows is a lie as well as um Hunter B fifteen and uh basically sets up that Mobius is gonna break out Loki and Hunter B fifteen is gonna break out Sylvie and setting and up the real shit's gonna go down. Yeah, setting up the fact that now they're gonna meet the timekeepers. And we get that awesome scene where we finally get to see the timekeepers and they're you know three lizard like alien creatures they're weird i had to put the room i had to put the subtitles on because i couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying i always watch everything with subtitles because i'm fucking deaf and blind (laughs) um yeah i found it very fascinating that you know they tried to set it up as as oh they do exist even though they're robotic as fuck right from the get-go like you they can do totally look, tell yeah they do look like it even it, you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of like a bad guy level in an old video game where it's like yes there's like smoke in the background and like yeah like lights that light up in the background they appear out of the darkness it's wizard of oz yeah it totally is it totally is it's exactly what and we talked about you, i was just gonna say i think you said that on episode two i'm pretty sure you said that episode one or two i said it's wizard of oz there's somebody behind the curtain these things aren't real yeah and i mean i think a lot of people probably had that theory but it's definitely that's the case we see sylvie throw her staff or one of the um daggers whatever dagger staff doesn't she take that knife or whatever that yeah and throws it at one of their heads their head falls off and we see that it's all wires they're just robots we hear like maniacal laughing from like the two other timekeepers, but they're clearly not real. They're clearly just a show to put on for everybody else. The fact that um, the judge didn't realize or didn't seem to be bothered by that shows that she's a part of it. She knows. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, she's defending that. It makes you wonder like what her place is in this. Right. And like, if she, if it goes higher than her or if like she's, yeah, I think they're clearly setting up the what the theories have been. I mean, like, have they said like is is what she is? So she's like a judge. Is she like the only one, or is like she one of many? Like, it makes me wonder if there's more like people in her position that are kind of doing the same thing. Like, well, when they showed the flashback of her uh, taking Sylvie in when yep. she was a kid. Yeah, there was somebody else, obviously, as the judge, and she was just one of these like kind yeah, of the agents. People. Yeah. yeah. So clearly she got like promoted at some point. But 
Um, I assume she's the only judge because it seems like time doesn't really exist in this place. So, you know, maybe we found out the other judge was was um, pruned out of the timeline or, or was corrupt or whatever. They, they got rid of him and she got put in the place. So uh, I assume she's the only judge, but who knows? Maybe there's multiple. Yeah. I, I don't think it really matters. I think she's just in a place of power and she can yes. manipulate people around well, her. Well, the reason I asked is just because, like, that, you know, it makes me wonder if it's, like, her behind it or if it's, like, a lot of people behind it. You know what I mean? To me, it yeah. kind of makes a difference if it's, like, one person sure. or, like, 50 people or... Yeah, right. The less people that know, probably the better. So I assume it's a very small-knit group, but, yeah, totally. you know, from all the rumors of... of um, What's his name? Uh, the Conqueror, dude. Oh, Kang? Kang. Yeah. Kang. Um, that she's, like, dating him in the comics, or there are a couple in the comics at some point, that, like, my assumption is that is the actual case, and we are going to get introduced, at least... Maybe is she based on a character? What's that, sorry? Is um, the judge lady based on a character yeah. from the comics? Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, she's, she's, like, dating... Kang at some point in the comics and they eventually, eventually I think she dies and Kang goes on like a rampage oh. so my kind of assumption is that they're kind of we're setting that get, up that in the last yeah. episode we're going to get introduced to Kang and her as a couple and then she's going to die and Kang is going to be like the next big villain of the MCU or at least in this phase maybe in the future phases I don't know that would make sense why they would say that the stuff that happens in Loki has ramifications for the MCU moving forward. That, and I mean, if you think back to the original three phases in Avengers, we thought we didn't really know Thanos was a thing until the very, very end credit scene yeah. of Avengers. Yeah. And we saw, you know, these other villains kind of set up as like, Oh, they, they are the, the bad guy, but they weren't, they were just like, you know, a henchman for, for Thanos. So, um, I could totally see Kang the Conqueror being set up as like, oh, this is the next bad guy. And then it turns out like, no, he's working for X, yeah. you know? Yeah. Maybe it's Apocalypse. Who knows? You know? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's a good chance that Kang could be tied into this because I feel like even though like it's different, right? Like, you know, when everyone was saying like, oh, Mephisto, Mephisto, and they're, and yeah. I think we even kind of said like, I don't think it can be Mephisto because like really you don't have any time to introduce him. Like you can't just bring in this character that we know nothing about or the general public knows nothing about. Just plop sure. him in and be like, yeah, everyone's talking about him. But like, right. you know, the general public doesn't but know, right? Whereas in this I think one, if you like, tie him, tie him in at the end of this episode and then he carries on over the next three or four movies is like there's already a plan in place for him like right we already know that he's going to be the big bad for ant-man 3 we you know we know who's going to play him he's already been cast so it's not even you know what i mean like not just that if you think back to like i said avengers 1 if you weren't in the know you didn't know who thanos was you didn't know anything about thanos Nope. They introduced him as a very vague turn-based character at the end of Avengers, and you didn't really get to see him again until what? Yeah, long, long time. But but what I'm saying is is like at the end of the day, the movie still had a villain, and even though at the end of the day, after the credits, everyone knew that Loki was just working for Thanos. By the end of the by the time the credits rolled, everyone who just saw it was like. 
the Avengers stopped Loki. They didn't be right. it wasn't like it wasn't like, okay, who's next of these henchmen? Like they just assumed. No, but that that's it what I'm saying is shot. if they introduce Kang now, you don't need to know anything about him other than, oh, he's he's a he's a villain that's gonna come back around at some point. And if they introduce at some point the the person above Kang or whatever, um again, you don't need to know anything about them until it's relevant. So they can they can set this character up and then in six movies later show him again as yeah, yeah, oh here I, he is again. And yeah, that just sets up you know, the next Avengers, the next whatever. Like they're clearly gonna do another tent pole, you know, yep. Avengers or whatever yeah, they're gonna group, call it, the new Avengers, movie. young Avengers, anything. Yeah. And yeah. that's when you see him again. And that's you know, it's the small breadcrumbs building up to the big event like we got in the first couple phases, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I, I don't I don't doubt that. I just more think of like, you know, dropping a character in right at the end as the villain without like any lead up to it is like it can be pretty tricky. Like it can be like it can feel like an easy way out because like again, the general public probably has no fucking clue who Kang the Conqueror is. Like I like I agree. comics and I know vaguely what he's about, but like Well not just that too, but I think they don't want to do exactly what they did during the first two phases of this franchise, yes, I, right? And it, I agree with that. And, and that's if they just replicate idea. that again, it's yeah. not going to work out well for them. No, it's not going to. They need to do something different. They need to to show these villains having different motives, different interests, different different characters, so on and so forth. So, yeah. Um, I think they can take that as kind of a blueprint of like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna slow drip you moments of this villain and then have like a big reveal but i think you definitely need to show a different side of this villain a different you know motive different different whatever um game plan and having a very different persona uh moving on and i think yeah you know the way you do that is is introduce different heroes as well and that's what they're doing is if you if you had tony stark back in this just making you know smart ass quips that's one thing, but now, you know, you have Doctor Strange, who's more of, like, the, you know, the mystical side of things, and then you slowly introduce Fantastic Four and, and X-Men, and you get yeah. all kinds of different, you know, versions of this universe where it's not the same, like, Captain America and Thanos and, you know, or and uh, Tony Stark and, you know, Iron Man and all that. Like, you need different variations of, of that hero archetype. Yeah, no, I... I, I... I agree with you. I was just going to jump to the end, but we're, if I do that, then I'm going to, because it kind of goes into what you were just saying, but. Well, yeah, we need to get to that point. So like, I know, but, but we can't yet because the there's two, time. but we can't because there's two big components of this show that we just skipped over, which was the, um, what do they call it when they phase them out or whatever? Oh, I can't uh, pruning. prune them when they prune Mobius or when, uh, what's her name? Prunes Mobius or her friend there, the judge lady there. Yeah. Uh, judge Ravona. Yeah. Ravona. Yeah. yeah. So Mobius gets pruned. He's gone. Loki kind of sheds a tear cause they've kind of developed like a friendship slash yeah. trust. Yeah. Um, I felt that it was kind of not emotional enough. Like I felt like there should have been a more emotional pull there, but um my assumption is he'll be back in some form in the yeah. next episode it's weird though because until i saw the end credits which i guess i'm spoiling here now but we were going to do anyway but until i saw right. the end credits like i i was just like whoa damn like they just yeah. killed off movie like 
no one right. fucking business. Like, like yeah. to me, that was a big, like, shocking moment because I was just like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Like, sure. And then, yeah, obviously, the second prune we get is Loki. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, which again was also, but once that one kind of happened, then I was like, ah, okay, actually, it's probably not because I figured there was, we probably weren't gonna continue the show without him. Like, I do, I do think that female Loki's good enough at this point that like she could probably anchor it fine. But like, I yeah. felt like, I felt like that would be a pretty, like, uninspiring way to say bye to Tom Hiddleston for the last time. Oh so yeah, kind of, for sure. As soon as it happened, I was like, "Eh, something's gonna happen here," because I don't feel like that really works. Yeah, I always kind of felt that the pruning thing of of like them melting the person or whatever. I thought it was too hardcore for a Disney show. Like, I always thought, like, "Oh, something's happening to these people where they're going to a different dimension or different planet or different." whatever like a different agency there's somebody underneath the tva that these people go to like i always felt like there had to be something where these people go somewhere else these people go to because it just doesn't seem disney-esque to just like oh we're melting this person in their day yeah um but you know when we see loki get melt i i i I couldn't i couldn't imagine a world where loki isn't a part of of this universe or at least the rest of the, the season so um, yeah, we see Loki get, you know, pruned out of the timeline and, uh, clearly him and, and Sylvie have developed this like romantic type thing where, you know, it's weird because it's basically Loki into himself, but Loki is into himself. So yeah. it makes sense in that regard. Yeah, totally. Um, the fact but, that they love each other makes it funny because it's like, it's so yeah. Loki. <laughs> it's so Loki. And, and that's what yeah. I mean is like. We get that moment right before Loki gets pruned that, like, he's about to reveal to her that he's, like, in love with her or wants to date her or whatever the case may be. But uh, right before he can say it, he gets, you know, stabbed with the prune stick and he's out. So we kind of see her face drop as she realizes he's gone and then it's, you know, credits. Yeah. Um, Well, no, doesn't she tell her that she takes Ravona or whatever and basically says you're going to tell me everything? Because yeah, she kind of right. says, like, just kill me, right? Just get it over with. Right, kind of thing. right And right. she's like, yeah, not a fucking chance. Like, uh, no, you're going you're gonna to tell gonna me, let me know what's know. up. Yep. And then it credits, and then we get the mid-credit scene for the first time in, you know, four episodes of um, Loki kind of waking up on a planet. We don't really know where he is. He's laying on the ground. He's, he's questioning whether he's in hell he's and if he's dead or not. And... You know, he kind of, like, sits up and sees, you know, what, four variations of himself. So weird. Oh, which force? So he sees Kid Loki in the front. Right. And then he sees, like, an alligator with a little Loki crown on. Something (laughs) like that. I don't really know what it was. Me neither. And then there's, like, a big black guy in the back who's got, like, a golden kind of hammer. I'm not really sure who that's supposed to be. I don't know. I I think that's the Loki variation of where he wins and he becomes um, Asgard's king. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. But the one that excites me the most is the one that Richard E. Grant plays. And he plays this, like, grumpy-looking old Loki in, like, spandex green and yellow. Like, just looks like a fucking fool. Like, just... No, totally. 
but it looks awesome. Like, I mean, it looks yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. No, but I I didn't notice this the first time I watched it, and then I read a review of it, and they called this out. Is in the background, you see an Avengers tower that's destroyed. Destroyed. Yep. And my assumption there is that one of those Lokis is the Loki that won during Avengers one. Hmm, that good call. The Earth was destroyed, and and he's king of earth or whatever emperor right. of earth or whatever the case may be um so we're clearly de- dealing with multiple timelines of loki's getting uh pruned out of their timeline and into this yes. whatever this world is yep um maybe it's the world of loki's like we don't really know maybe everybody has their own world where that you know they get pruned to and every variation of themselves is what makes up their new reality I hope Mobius is, is just a world of water and all of them are just jet skiing. And it's all the different Owen Wilsons from every property he's ever been in. Sets up Waterworld 2. <laughs> be great. We get a whole episode of just different different uh, Owen Wilsons bobbing on, on jet skis. And so, so hot right now. <laughs> like blowing in the wind. <laughs> Gasoline fights over jet skis. <laughs> That'd be great. I hope they have that moment. So the thing that excites me the most about this end credit scene is um, something I feel like I brought up before, but I might have just had a side conversation with you. I end up forgetting a lot of the times because yeah, they kind of of blend in. But like one of the things that I read about Doctor Strange was that they're going to visit the 616 universe, which is the comic book universe. And the idea behind that was that, like, the characters there would, like, be in, like, what you see them in in the comics. So it's, like, Spider-Man's not in this, like, cool techie suit with all these designs. He would be in, like, blue tights with red designs over it. And, like, to me, this Loki that that Richard E. Grant plays, the old Loki with the yellow and green costume, the spandex costume, looks exactly like the Loki from Avengers one, the comic book, like the original comic book. Right. And it makes me wonder if that Loki is the Loki from the comic book universe, maybe even hinting at the fact that we may eventually get to visit that universe. Cause to me, if I got to see the comic book versions of any of those characters on screen alongside with the MCU characters, that would be fucking crazy. Like that would be so cool to see. Well, it's what, it's what all of, you know, comic book nerds, want to see is like the actual comic book costumes and like yep. they've kind of touched on that and joked about that like yes always yeah with luke cage and with uh scarlet where uh quicksilver and yeah and, and hulk in the original hulk movie when yep. uh what's her face hands him in like big green fucking tights or whatever <laughs> yeah uh, even in uh jessica jones when uh yeah. trish gives her the she shows her the white jewel costume or whatever right? Right. i remember <laughs> yeah yeah and they always like, oh, no, I'm not going to wear that. And then they move yeah. on. But, yeah, it would be great to see those actual oh, costumes in a world where amazing. everybody's in their actual comic book costume. That'd be cool. Yeah. Another thing that I heard that may be uh, a possibility is that, uh, or I guess it's not a possibility. Another thing that I've kind of heard Theory. that I thought was interesting was yeah. that, so in the comic books, there's a... Um, uh, like a, an event called Secret Wars. And basically what yeah. happens is Dr. Doom sends all these different people, all these heroes to Battle World, which is like a, a mix of like a bunch of different um, 
like universes collided together. So like right. there's like a savage land, there's like a spot where it's like all zombies and it's like there's a group of heroes that are trying to get out of this zombie universe where everyone's a zombie and and like I heard a rumor that they may look at like maybe doing something like that where Kang is like overseas battle world and like maybe that is one of the battle worlds where like everything is destroyed and the Avengers Tower right. is there in the background and Well maybe yeah maybe that's where they are like yeah. in the end. Yeah maybe it's, it's some battle world because everything in the background was destroyed completely. Yes. So yeah. Um that'd be cool if like that's where all these variants went and they it was just like a battle royale type, you know, world where they could all fight each other and it didn't matter. Yeah. I, I definitely think they're setting up a bigger storyline with this show. Like I just I it too. just feels that way. It feels epic enough where they're like truly trying to set up something more where like in WandaVision, it seemed like it was setting up the future of Wanda and Vision. Yeah, it was pretty like centric to them. Yeah, yeah. And I even even Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. it definitely felt like it was more centric to those two characters. Yes, and, definitely um, more character pieces than world builders. Yeah, and now we're kind of getting on more of a world. Yep. You know, we're we're showing the Infinity Stones don't matter. We're showing the the multiple timelines and how they're you know fixed and, and, and dealt with and what happens if you fuck up the timeline etc and it just feels like it's a way bigger scale than anything mm-hmm. that come before it so i think that's super interesting me too i think it's really cool i wonder what would happen if they like imagine they finished it with like sylvie and loki teaming up to try to like be the main villains again like imagine how cool it'd be to like see them do a heel turn where they like work together no oh, that'd be awesome if they're like we can we can time jump and, and, and manipulate it any way we want and work together and maybe we can do this together. Like, I think it's interesting that this series is going to end and then we're going to get what if. Yeah. And you know they could totally do a what if episode of like what if Sylvie was alongside Loki during Avengers One. Oh man, that'd be sweet. Yeah, and just show like the difference that would have happened is like Hulk goes to grab Loki and slam him into the ground and meanwhile Sylvie's standing behind him and shanks you know Hulk and or or enchants him and has him do it to somebody sure. else and then all of a sudden the whole battle's flipped on its on its head you know yeah stuff like yeah. that where they could really change this up where it's like all of a sudden really wild yep that'd be amazing um they get, I, I think it's definitely set up in that way where all these different timelines that we've been showing is definitely going to happen in what if in some regard, you know? Yeah, There's I, a, I hope so. I'm excited for what if, because honestly, man, I do think that it'll be cool to see different takes of what could have been in our main line of the MCU, right? And the other cool thing about that is is that shows canon. So like any yeah. timelines that it sets up, they can always revisit them in real like time. Like imagine getting a chance to see like some of these characters come back and play other characters in the MCU. Like, I mean, it sucks. Cause like even to child, like uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? Like he plays star Lord in in his episode and like, wouldn't it be weird to like go to a world where Chadwick Boseman meets Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt as like both of them are star Lord. How fucking funny would that be? It'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, to ask you too, did you watch MODOK at all? I haven't, but I want to. I really want to. I just haven't. Um, I just haven't had the time to sit down with it. Have you? No, I haven't watched it. But I'm thinking after after Loki, 
it might be interesting if we we watch that series because I, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be or if it's sure. done or what but if we watch that series and then maybe did a whole episode on that of our thoughts great. on that that'd be fun yeah then, i'd love um, to watch that yeah we could definitely talk about what if and stuff after that too because obviously i'm gonna have to watch it for this podcast anyway so that's right i'll have to bite the bullet you will take one for the yeah. team son um yeah. Um, did you see the thing I posted on my Instagram story today? That Modoc figure, yeah, I did. It was awesome. Oh my god, that's so great! So, looks like, really cool. So, that they're doing they do a convention, Hasbro does a convention in the fall now because Comic Con and everything got canceled last year, so they started their own kind of convention, like an online one, right? Right, and uh, that's their one of the exclusives for it this year is the next wave based set. So, it's got uh, the captain who is a character i think he only showed up in next wave but i might be wrong i've never read the book but i know it's got a cult following but yeah, yeah. that modok with the elvis presley hair and sideburns yeah. and the hamburger the flaming hamburger shooting effect is fucking hilarious like that are you gonna buy that nah probably not just because like i don't really have a spot like i already have a modok and like yeah i saw him in one of your yeah. self reveals there yeah yeah so like uh i probably won't and because like again i don't really have attachment to to next wave so but yeah. i do think it like i you know i can still appreciate that it looks sure. fucking pretty dope so yeah it looks really cool they also showed a um uh marvel legends uh animated series venom with like the blue and red highlights blue from one side red from the other and like man it looks so fucking good you're gonna spend so much money over these next few phases i think i'm gonna yeah <laughs> when they start revealing all these new characters and like all these new figures for these new characters you're gonna fucking it's funny because i was stepping away from mcu but now that i'm going back to the office in, in november like i have like a huge space that i can fill so I'm moving all my mcu stuff to work so i can like because like i just don't have the space and like i want to have like like I bought like Surter, you know, from from Ragnarok, and like yeah. he's like 13 inches. Like my shelves are only 12 inches, so like he's not gonna fit in there. And I bought Iron Monger, who's like 10 inches. He's like pretty big, right? So I just think it's so funny that before you moved to your new place, you were like, "Oh, I can't wait till I get to my new place where I have so much more room," and you've and already now, filled it. That's what I said the other day on my live stream. Is like it doesn't matter. It's like you fill to what you have, right? Yeah, of course. You could have a mansion. You could find ways to fill it. Yep. Yeah, but I'm getting to the point now, like, I'm just, like, right now, right behind me, I I'm, I'm, was before I came on here, I was trying to set up my X-Men villain shelf, and, like, yeah. I have room for, like, it, it's so tight in there that, like, I can probably put one more in there. Yeah. And, and even just by the end of this year, like, there's another three X-Villains that I need to add to that shelf, so I'm just, like, gonna finally, shelf, to, gonna finally have to split those X-Villains into another shelf, which sucks. I hate having them in two spots, but, oh, well. That's it's a hard life problems. to live. Third world problems. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I know how it is. I mean, I collect my movies and you know games and all that, and you run you run out of room, and it's like, all right, I need another bookshelf, and yeah, something yeah. you can do about it. So. Yeah, especially if you don't have space. I have books. I have space, but Kate doesn't yeah. want to give it up, which I understand. But also, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Yeah, no, I uh, I totally understand. It sucks. It's it's, it's a it's a nerd nerd problem, you know. You, you never have it's enough a collector room, but, problem. Yeah, but once you 
it's also like, do I really want a whole bedroom or a whole room full of like this? And it's like, yeah, it looks cool. But at some point it's like, all right, this is taking up half my house. What am I going to do with these things? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. They, they, they accumulate quickly. Well, wait till you see when I get the, so I ordered like a Sentinel. They did like a HasLab. It's like a back, you like crowdfunding kind of thing. And uh, they did a 24 inch Sentinel, fully articulated, light up eyes, light up hands, light up chest. Comes with battle damage chest and head, and he comes with a tri sentinel head, and he comes with a mastermind head, and he comes with some little drone characters. And oh, that's dope, man! Fucking wild, dude. I'm pretty excited. When you get that, super expensive. I think it was like 500 bucks or something like that. Oh, Jesus. It's expensive. But, like, yeah. my intentions are to buy... Like, I really wanted one of the bonus characters. Like, one of the stretch goals was, like, this character, Bastion. I don't know if you know him. He's, like, a humanoid sentinel, basically. Um, uh-huh. So I really wanted the Bastion figure. So I was like, I'm going to just buy it for the Bastion figure, and then I'll sell the sentinel. Because they're army builders. People are buying them. Like, my buddy, Elvin, astonishing. He bought fucking six of them. Crazy dog. I know. I'm like, dude, where are you going to put that? That's going to take up, like, your kid's room. Like... Who needs a kid when you have six sentinels, though? I agree. I agree. But, yeah, so it's, it's uh, yeah, I don't think everybody does that. But I know a lot of people who buy, like, two or three. But yeah, I feel like people I mean, are underestimating how big this thing is. Because, like, I even said, like, I just did the layout, like, on my shelf and, like, just measured, like, if it was just height alone. And I'm like, I would have to take all three of those shelves to fit that sentinel in there. Jesus. Like, I could never justify giving up that much space. So I'm pretty no. much going to buy it because, like, I can't... I'm, I've been collecting these for so long that, like, the Sentinel's always been, like, the thing that, like, because I'm such a huge X-Men fan, I'm like, man, if they did an in-scale Sentinel, that would be amazing. But with yeah, toys, but you, you usually you don't to keep get that. It. I might not. Because the thing is, is, like, I could probably keep one of the heads and Bastion you need to keep and, and sell it and make money off of it. I probably could. Yeah, but you just need to keep it. I want to keep it, but I just have a hard time spending that much on a figure and then putting it in storage. There's nowhere I can put it. Like, there's literally physically nowhere in this room that I can put it. You need to build a second new shelf, buddy. (laughs) Hang it from the ceiling. Hang it from the ceiling, like me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that's... I, I. I don't know. I I can't go down this road of collecting more things, or it'll never end. I'll I'll, I'll not have a place to sleep soon. It's so. an expensive hobby for sure. Yeah, I mean they all are. Any any hobby gets expensive if you get really into it. And it gets to the point where you get to you get to the point where you spend so much on like a, one figure that you're yeah. like, even if it's not perfect, you'll pay more to make it. So it's like I think I showed sure. you I got this model the like a few weeks back. Yeah. She was like expensive it was like 150 bucks or something like that yeah and uh the neck on him that my one of my biggest pet peeves was his head was sunk really low so i spent more money on a third party thing to get like a replacement joint for the neck that raises it up just enough that it doesn't look so like stubby anymore yeah yeah but again that's where you get to the point where like you buy these expensive figures and then you spend more money making them perfect and it's like to get your definitive version of a character, you end up spending like two hundred fucking dollars on shit between like right. Soft but you also know, and... you also know what you like and what you're looking for. Yes. And 
Um, and some characters are worth it to me, right? Like right, there's some exactly. characters and, I have more. The characters you love, you're gonna spend the money on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a vinyl album though, right? Like it's the That's same for a, me. It's yeah, it's a if, good way of looking at it. Yeah, like if if a band released a, a vinyl copy of, of something that I couldn't find for a long time and then all of a sudden it's out and it's like, oh, we put we re-release album X for a hundred dollars though for this vinyl, I'd be like, Yeah, okay, it's worth it to me. Like Yeah. It's it's anything is is there's a value that they can put on it that makes it worth it for anybody if you're a big enough fan of it. So yeah, yeah, there's always a market that's for sure. Even yeah, with, even with commissions, right? Like I've had times where I've said my price to people and someone's like, "That's a lot of money." Like I I, I wouldn't spend that much on a figure, and I'm like, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't disagree with the fact that it's expensive, but I also am not taking a pay cut so someone can get. <laughs> well, no, in in. It's the amount of time you're putting into it, and yeah. you know, at some point, your your time is more valuable than than not. You know, like yes, time's the most valuable thing you can you can have. This is the one yeah, thing you can't, you can't really buy, buy more it. of. So yeah, um, yeah, like you know, what your time is worth is is what it's worth, and whether somebody wants to pay that, that's that's their prerogative. But that's yeah, that's that's the value of it. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think that's the end of the episode. I don't, I don't think we have anything left to discuss. All right. Well, so yeah, I liked your idea of next week. We'll just kind of touch on Widow. Yeah. So next idea. week we'll do episode five of Loki and then we'll yep. touch on Widow. If yep. we've both watched it, we'll just give our early impressions, brief, non-spoiler, you know, overview yeah. of it. Yes. What we thought, where it maybe fits in relative to the rest of the movies in the franchise, whether, you know, near the top, near the bottom, somewhere in the middle, whatever. And then, um, you know, maybe a week or two later, we'll do a full episode of, of talking about Black Widow and, and spoil idea. the shit out of it and our impressions and everything like that. So maybe like the that. first episode after Loki's done. Yeah, that's a good idea because it'll we'll have a couple weeks, right? I think we have two weeks or three weeks of downtime. Yeah, so... We'll do Loki episode six. We'll get into that deep, and then the next episode we'll do we'll like do a Widow dive on Black Widow, and then maybe and then we'll do Modok dive on Modok. That's a good idea. And just keep going that way, and then um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where What If fits in, and and you know if we can get to we find a few dead episodes where we don't really have anything to talk about, we can we can talk about that and just make up something. You know, we'll do ads for bubbly carbonated beautifulness in my mouth have you had a bubbly today maybe drink one <sighs> refreshing fresh not paid by bubbly but if you want to pay us send we'll take free your money. bubbly we'll Ryan take your money try and all the free flavors bubbly. send them as much pink grapefruit as you can send us at least 10 cases of every flavor so we can really test it out yeah we really need to know our bubbly inside and out yeah, I and then they're pretty gross. <laughs> no, it sounds appropriate. Okay, and then we will also take money because we like money. We do like money. It's good. Money okay. is good. All right. Well, on that note, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Moose Milk Media at Customs by Matthew. Go into my profile. There's a link to my YouTube channel where every back episode is available there. Go uh, give some love. Posted. Sorry? What do they? I said go give some love. Pound yeah. the subscribe button. That too. 
do that. It helps our numbers. It helps more people find us. And uh, that's always a joy because we love more people, you know, watching the episode, commenting, liking, all that fun stuff. So if you I like it, just like saying pound the whatever. Always pound the whatever. Just whatever your preference whatever. is, pound it. Yeah, pound that shit. You can do it. Yeah. We have faith in you. I agree. Um, come back next week. Well, we'll talk about Loki episode five. So it'll be so good. It will be a joy. All right, man. Have a good night. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Peace.